Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the great state of New Mexico. JC and I are on a liberty uh, first tour 2019 here in New Mexico. After New Mexico, we go on to uh, California. Yes, there are patriots in California, but for this week we are in—we're uh, doing a breakneck schedule here in New Mexico. Yesterday, I taught uh, two classes, and then from uh, 7 to 9 p.m. here in Santa Fe, JC and I taught a class together: slavery and the American founders. I think that went really well yesterday. I really uh, enjoyed that. We don't do that very often. And then tomorrow, or I'm sorry, today in Santa Fe. We have four classes. I'm teaching three, and JC is teaching one. And then on uh, Wednesday, we're in Albuquerque in the morning, Santa Fe in the evening, and then on Thursday, sorry, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we are in Albuquerque uh, all day, again, doing three classes. So if you are in the New Mexico area or in an area uh, where you can drive to come and see us, or you have friends or family members or Facebook friends, social media friends and family members, let them know uh, to come. We've got lots of classes. We've got people spending the whole day. We have two ladies, JC, that drove two uh, 200 miles, 200 miles to attend the classes uh, yesterday and today. And, uh, you know, that's encouraging to me to see the desire in the people to learn and want to know more about liberty. Uh, we get so much encouragement as we go through our Liberty tours. We get encouragement from the people that we see. We had a family there with uh, two teenage boys and a nine-year-old girl. Parents. Doesn't that excite you, JC? Parents. Let's go. Parents who are bringing their children to constitutional training. And I, I just, man, I can't get... I can't get depressed or discouraged when I see that the people are reacting like this. And in reality, the I believe the entire mainstream media narrative is to keep us depressed and discouraged and completely unattached with each other. But in reality, we started from a grassroots and we uh, we're going to come together as a grassroots if this is really going to change. It has to happen at the local level level. Well, I, I, I really just have a couple words to say about this, JC. I know you've, you've had stuff up on Instagram, but here's the thing about the women's national soccer team. 
Fight for all the money you can get. You know, we've often said that about professional sports, right? Sure. Fight for all the money you can get. Yeah, if you can convince someone to pay you these ridiculous sums of money, then to, I guess you deserve it. To play a sport, right? Right, exactly. But here's the thing. The women's, I, I, I was confused by this in the beginning. I did, I did a lot of research on this, JC. I actually pulled up the Women's National Cup financial data, mm-hmm. right? Who do they hate because they're not being paid enough? America. Donald, Donald Trump and the United States of America. They are paid by a private nonprofit organization. Right. America has nothing to do with the amount of money that they're paid. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, they are trying to sue uh, to get paid but because they're not a Title X finance, they don't get Title X financial support. They don't get congressional money, mm-hmm. or at least what I found was a majority of their money. Because in order to file file for Title X discrimination, the majority of the money has to come from the federal government. I don't doubt that the uh, soccer association actually gets financial money. They get some kind of grant. You know, we do the arts I'm and sure. grant. You yeah. know, all that stuff. So we get the Congress gives out that money, but such a small portion of that comes from the U.S. This is they're angry at a private nonprofit organization. What has that got to do with Donald Trump? See, this is what really, really aggravates me. This mentality that we have in America that somehow and this is not unique to Donald Trump, that somehow the president of the United States is the king of America and he has control over everything and therefore he has responsibility over everything. And I'm just curious, why isn't anybody bringing this up, JC? Well, why isn't anybody talking about the fact that, hey, you, you're angry at, at the America, you know, you're, you're dropping the flag on the ground you're treating um you're talking bad about the president of the united states and the flag nor the president have anything to do with how much money you make yeah that the only the only extent of that i think is uh, some of them calling for some sort of law that uh, some kind of equal pay law that that will fix this or whatever but the thing the thing is correct me if i'm wrong if you can prove, I mean, there's already laws enough that you can prove mm-hmm. discriminatory right. pay that already exists. I mean, Especially that's the basis with, of their lawsuit. Yeah, the EEOC. Yeah, right? so so I don't I don't fully grasp. I mean, maybe maybe I need to do some more research. I don't fully grasp the whole. I mean, it's typical status mentality. We need another law for this kind of thing. We the, need a there's law already to, laws. to force a private nonprofit corporation to pay its employees. Look. Here's the thing that I've, this is the thing that I, I just, it just blows my mind. Okay. You work for a private nonprofit organization. You're correct. There are the, you file an EEOC complaint, uh, for gender discrimination in pay. Because we should say, I mean, even if you're, yes, they're private and, Mm -hmm. and your point is they're angry at the government and this Mm -hmm. is not a government organization. Right. They're private. But even if you're private, right. You still going to run into trouble if right. the basis of your pay is not their performance, is not the job, is right. not related to the job, but it's related to their gender. The so, gender so if or subs- race or disability right. or something like that. So I mean, if we've they're substantially got, yeah. doing the same thing right. as other employees, uh, 
you know, at their job and you're paying them less simply because they're gender and they can prove that, you know, so that all those, my point is that all those laws already exist. That's the basis of their suit. Mm -hmm. And so I, I agree with you. What are you, what is this attack Donald Trump, you know, drop the flag, do your celebration on top of the flag while it's on the ground kind yeah. of thing. I, I don't understand that. I mean, well, I do understand it. These Rapinoe is, is just a leftist and just like, it's a, she's she's a caustic feminazi yeah. who is ignorant about everything that America is all about. My goodness gracious, how can you be angry at America for Pete's sakes when you're a female who is playing a soccer game for your livelihood? Yeah. How do you, this is this is just nothing. And I don't know. Do these these ladies? That's qualify? why Rapino to me is not a hero. No. Rapino's an idiot. No. Well, no. She's she's an Noxious angry, idiot. bitter, vile woman who is ungrateful for the opportunities that she has in America. I could see her complaining about, hey, we're not making the same money as our male counterparts. We are doing the same thing that they're doing. We're having better success, maybe there's there's discrepancy about that or not, better success at what they're what we're doing than what they're doing. We deserve to be equally paid or even so, here's the thing. What if their performance is better? Should they not be paid more? Right. So then by demanding equal pay, aren't they undermining their own ceiling? I just, it, it's just crazy. And here's the thing that really, really gets me. How do you wear a uniform that champions the United States of America, has the colors of our flag on your chest? You are called the U.S. Women's National Team. How do you wear that uniform and then go around and hate on America? Because look, that hate that they're speaking is in their heart. Right. How do you wear, see, look at that, the uniform. If you're watching us on YouTube right now, you can see the uniform. The uniform has the U.S. insignia over their left side where you put your hand over your heart. There's a reason that's why it's on the left side. How do you bear that hate and vitriol in your heart and wear that uniform? Does that not make you the highest of hypocrites? Yeah. Seriously, you're not going to see me walking around with an Ocasio-Cortez t-shirt on the Ocasio-Cortez campaign trail telling everybody what a vicious, evil, wicked woman Ocasio-Cortez is. Right. This is this is something that that we need to be talking about. Number one, they're not paid by Donald Trump. They're not paid by Congress. They're not paid by the American flag. Because of America, they're able to do what they do and do it better, right? They're out there beating everybody else. So obviously they should go to some other country if they don't like America and lose. Mm -hmm. And, and they're paid by a private nonprofit organization that is governed by equal opportunity laws, which, by the way, are unconstitutional because the federal government doesn't have the authority to do that. Just thought I'd put that out there for my purest friends. But here's the thing. You're suing. You live in a country where you can sue. Right. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. This, this makes me angry on so many levels. And what about what about the the women's uh, basketball NBA? They're not paid as much as the men. But here's the thing: go go bring in the money. 
go bring in the money. Here's the other thing. They are not slaves. If they don't like what they're being paid, why don't they go to the and do some contract negotiations and say, look, we have brought you these titles. You pay us more or we walk. Mm -hmm. That's how it's supposed to work. And as we go, I want to give a little funny antidote here. In 2017, the U.S. women's national team lost to an FC Dallas under 15 boys squad. So, you know, I don't know. Stop complaining and be grateful for the fact that you don't have to work in a factory and you can play soccer for a living. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here. Hey, do you have your Got Liberty t-shirt? Go to chrisannhall.com. Click on the uh, shop tab and go to the Liberty gear section. You can get your Got Liberty t-shirt. If you're watching us on YouTube today, you see that JC is actually wearing his Got Liberty t-shirt. These things are really popular, JC. I was very excited about how much people are, are really uh, enjoying the Got Liberty t-shirts and the Samuel Adams quote. You know that the Samuel Adams quote on the back is absolutely my favorite. So go to chrisannhall.com. Click on the shop tab and look at all of our Liberty First gear. We have lots of stuff. Jason, Are you going to be accused of being a sports hater now? Sports hater. You hate athletes. You hate sports. I hate. No, I just hate women athletes. <laughs> yeah, I just hate women You know athletes. what? I, I mean, we love sports. Yeah. I oh, think sports is, is valuable. Yeah, yeah. It teaches life lessons. It teaches leadership. You know, it, sports is a great thing. But, but you know what? The thing that gets under my skin and a lot of American skin, mm-hmm. you know, you these these athletes you're like you said you're not working in the factory right. at the end of the day you're playing a game you're not flipping and, burgers and trying to right. make ends meet for these Pete's guys sake. are making more than than most americans will make in 10 lifetimes right and so when you hear this is what's what's <laughs> funny so when you hear people you know they'll say shut just shut up and play your game. And so, right. oh, oh, we're, we got a voice and we're not going to shut up. You know, and they start griping. They're going to tell us to shut up. And they're telling the women <laughs> and the minorities to shut up. Right. No, we're telling you to shut up because you play a freaking game. For okay? a living. The, the people telling you to shut up are the ones getting up at the crack of freaking dawn and going to some menial job, some factory job, and sitting in a freaking desk and working their tail off because they weren't blessed with the natural athletic ability that you have. Yes, these athletes work their tail off. They work hard. Oh, they're oh, motivated. Hard. They're dedicated. <laughs> There's no question about that. But I would say 95% of these folks, if not more than that, you're already starting on a level of natural genetic athletic ability that other people don't have. So some of the reason besides your hard work, I get that. Michael Jordan shot basketballs till his till his fingers bled. But a lot of this stuff you have nothing to do with. God gave it to you. So don't we we don't want to hear your crap because you play a freaking game. <laughs> 
Get over yourself. Yeah, that's what, yeah, there you go. Get over yourself. Fight for, and, and I'm not telling you not to be politically active. I'm not, as a matter of fact, we're telling you to be politically active. I'm all active. for Fight you. for what you believe I'm in. I'm all for Rapinoe getting the pay she thinks she, she deserves. I'm on her side as far as that goes, okay? But just because you want equal pay, why is it so in vogue, like, like, like Capper Nick a nitwit, uh, hating America. Just because I don't like something, now I got to go stomp the flag. Now I got to go bash the president and, and hate America. Why must these millennial nitwits equate these two things? And, and it's such a freaking mental disconnect for me that the very nation that affords you the opportunity to make a gazillion dollars playing a stinking game you're not appreciative of that opportunity. You got to hate the very place that gives you that platform. Those people, that line of reasoning is so freaking stupid to me. That's why you should shut the hell up. Period. JC's a little upset this morning. I hate that, man. I do. It, no, it, it you know, really tell makes us me to angry. shut up. No, we're not because you're a woman, not because you're a minority. You make millions playing a freaking game. And you want to talk down to the rest, rest of American nine to five people working their butt off as hard as you work your butt off. And, and, and we're supposed to hear your crap about you hate, hate the country that, by the way, all these people working the nine to five jobs, buy your tickets, buy your jersey, buy your shoes, afford you the opportunity to have these bazillion dollar contracts. And you want to rub that in the faces of ordinary Americans. And then you expect us to shut up when you're sitting there running down our country that you hate even though you're better off than most of the people in the freaking country that you hate. And amen. The amen. And the ma a majority of women in the world, period. Exactly. Okay. So find another place where you think that you can get away with what you're doing and, and then, then go move there. I, I'm, I, I'm not that kind of person that always says, Hey, you don't like it. Go move and go live somewhere else. I'm not that kind of person. But in this particular case, I'm not an uber nationalist. I am totally not an uber nationalist. But this is the point that I'm trying to make here. Look, you have more opportunities, obviously, than you are grateful for. And I think more than you deserve. As arrogant men tear up our constitution And from every direction we cry around You can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way. Chris Ann Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Hey, we're getting geared up for the brand new school year. Getting geared up for the brand new school year. Make sure that your students are signed up at libertyfirstuniversity.com. We have a reduced membership fee for households with students. And that doesn't mean just little kids. I mean, that means everybody. If you are a student enrolled in a school somewhere, you have a reduced uh, membership fee. And now that school is starting, it is time for us to really put in our efforts to to get the real education into the hearts and the minds of our students before 
they get indoctrinated into the curriculum that we're going to immerse them in. And I th that even means the, the private schools, because all the textbooks come from the same places. Some people think, I'm going to send my kid to a private school, and I won't get that stuff. No. You did the research. These, these schools that are private schools, their textbooks, even though they have different names on them. Yeah, some of them aren't any better. They're not any better. They come from the same factories. So, JC, there's this, um, this article... In, I want it in the New York Times, uh, allegedly written by a woman in California. But you know how the New York Times works. They, you know, they create their own op-eds and then make fake names or whatever just so they can get the narrative out there. And this op-ed came in from this woman allegedly from California. And the headline is, we're getting numb to Trump's lawlessness, lawlessness and that's very dangerous. And you know what this was all about was the the mainstream media narrative that Donald Trump had turned the 4th of July celebration into a political campaign speech that it was remember it's all about Donald Trump which the entire speech if you look back and I've heard some talking heads do this I don't remember who we saw but there are some talking heads that actually played the uh the sound bites of Barack Obama on the 4th of July where he was actually throwing digs at the Republican Party he was actually praising the Democrat Party and actually turning it really into a campaign Donald Trump didn't mention Democrats or Republicans in his speech it was all about America so this is this is more of the narrative thing but the question that she asked was this is classic TDS yeah TDS yeah yeah Trump derangement syndrome. Yeah, no, right. it's classic. I mean, they live in a fantasy world. Right, right. So the question is, where are the ethics police if the president is supposed to discipline his underlings and doesn't? I, I that, that whole statement just really turns my stomach. That's like, like Sharia law morality police, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Ethics police. I understand <laughs> the point she's trying to make. But that word collocation really, really disturbs me. No, it's, and it's not a figure of speech because she actually asked specifically, are there ethics police? Yeah. I mean, she wants some some cadre of, of this morality police kind of thing. She says, not only does the administration think it's above the law, I want you to name an administration in the last 150 years that did not think it was above the law. <laughs> Absolutely, just name one for me. Just name one, I, I, whatever. Especially when we're talking about the Constitution being the supreme law of the land, and I can't recall a president uh, since Lincoln who's actually, you know, been constitutionally, for, you know. Since before Lincoln. Since before, yeah, yeah. since before Lincoln. Mm -hmm. Okay, so she says, but the inability to enforce the Hatch Act against using government offices for partisan purposes seem to seems to be saying that's okay. And this is primarily a reference to that speech it, to you know, celebrate the whole whole beginning of her her uh, rant rant is about Fourth of July. Mm -hmm. So she's totally devoured this false narrative that's come in. Here's the thing, JC, I doubt you even listened to the 4th of July speech. Yeah, but do you understand? No, no, I think she fully listened to and fully understands. So you have, here's the thing. Um, and this, this is a danger always in, 
in our in the liberty movement, conservative movement and how we think. Again, I've said this before. We think in a reasonable, logical manner mm-hmm. for the most part. Right. Right. So well, you, yeah. you cannot think from our perspective. Mm-hmm. You have to think from their perspective. OK, right. so you can learn something about them if you listen to what she's saying and look from her perspective. When she's she's again talking about the Fourth of July speech, what 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 was contained in the Fourth of July speech? What was Donald Trump talking about? What was his primary focus? He talked about America, America. Uh-huh. its founding, its greatness, and right. the military. A lot, lot of lot talk, of, lot of uh, you know connections to mm-hmm. the military and the greatness of America and the founding, whatever. So, how does she? she and what is she, what is her complaint that the government offices, mainly him being able to use his speech put on the celebration, is being used for look. Partisan quote, purposes. Partisan purposes. Okay. So what does that say? She sees the content of that speech as partisan. So what, what does that mean? That means what he founders, says is Republican slash conservative, mm-hmm. and therefore the opposite of that is what the Democrats believe. So, no, so in other words, um, they're saying that support of America, mm-hmm. its founding, its principles, its greatness, and our and and uh, the appreciation of mili- of what the military has done to protect the nation. That's pi- primarily what Donald Trump talked about. That's the Democrats don't support any of that. So right. so this is the thing, and this is how you get. This is how you know the disease of Trump derangement syndrome and the mental disorder of liberalism works. This is its manifestation um, of of this. We hate America, and if you listen to how they uh, communicate this. You can learn that. You can hear them basically saying, we hate the military. We hate America. We hate its principles. We're opposed to America's greatness. I mean, that's what she is saying in this statement. Well, the interesting thing was, she says, but the inability to enforce the Hatch Act against using government offices for partisan purpose seems to be saying that's okay. I, I, I literally fell on the floor laughing. The idea that the Hatch Act has limited any any person in Washington, D.C. from using their government office for partisan purposes is absolutely hysterically laughable. So the Hatch Act was passed in 1939, and it was an officially an act, uh, uh, officially titled An Act to Prevent Pernicious Political Activities. And it's a federal law. The main provision prohibits employees in the executive branch of the federal government except the president, vice president, and certain designated high-level officials from engaging in some forms of political activity. It went into law on August 2nd, 1939, and it was because of FDR, right? So the FDR and the Democratic politicians were using employees of the Works Progress Administration, which was uh, FDR's... Uh, public works. His public works group. You know, this was the, the, the great plan that he had. And so basically what was happening, the Democratic Party politicians were telling people, you go out and campaign, you go out and make do these, these political things for us, and we'll pay you through the works progress. We'll pay you as a federal employee. And uh, it was apparently some bipartisan determination to take acts against the growing power of this WPA and its chief administration, uh, its administrator, Harry Hopkins. Listen to this, because FDR at that time 
was struggling to purge the Democratic Party of its more conservative members who were increasingly aligned with the administration's Republican opponents. So, so FDR was trying to create, clean out the Democrat Party from any conservatives to, to make it totally socialist, right? Mm -hmm. And so the Democrats, uh, the conservative Democrats lined with the Republicans and they passed this Hatch Act. So here's the thing. I'm wondering where she's getting this information about the Hatch Act because her complaint is about Donald Trump, right? Mm -hmm. Well, Donald Trump is specifically excluded from the Hatch Act. Members of Congress are specifically excluded from the Hatch Act, which for me is completely mind-blowing. Yeah, what is the point of the Act? What is the point of the Hatch Act if Congress can use their office for partisan purposes, if the president can legally use the office for partisan purposes, but you or I working for the federal government or working for an organization that gets money from the federal government can't talk about politics on the job. And basically what this boils down to, because when I got fired, JC, because I worked for the state of Florida and we received federal funding, there were accusations by my boss that I was violating the Hatch Act because I was teaching the Constitution on my own time and on my own dime, yet I was an employee who received funding from the federal government. And do you see it's the same mentality? The same mentality. Same mentality. To, the same mentality. To support America and its founding principles is partisan. Therefore, the platform of the Democrat mm -hmm. Party is don't support America. Well, but I would say it's even, it has spread even further than that, JC. Just for example, uh, a, a wonderful lady here in New Mexico came to our classes yesterday and she, she, was, she came to me and she was very heavy in heart. She said, I wanted my husband to come. I invited him to come, but he wouldn't come because he believed that he didn't want, get, he didn't want to get political preaching. Mm -hmm. She said to him, look, Go to her website, watch her videos. She teaches the Constitution. She is com she is specifically nonpartisan, but just the invocation of the term Constitution in America will turn people who are even consider themselves conservative, right? Because yeah, her husband sure. considers himself a conservative. We've had churches refuse to let us come and use their facilities to teach because they couldn't have politics in their buildings, even though it wasn't even a church service. Well, the, the, this show is not a good measure. This is not the same as your teaching. Right. We, we do teach in this show, but we also get more political on right. the show, which you, which you do not do uh, in the local teaching. Right. So when you go to Liberty First University YouTube channel and see the teachings that I do there, and you can read the articles that I write. Those are the teaching that I do. I am strictly constitutional. But even so, JC, in this radio show, we are nonpartisan. Right. We are liberty Which is not over the same thing as not political. It's, right. We are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over personality. And the bottom line is if you deserve a whooping, you're gonna get it no matter what party. It. And and here's the problem. If you're gonna correct politics, you got to talk about politics. I'm a long, long way from my home. And I'm going to change all the things.
Chris Van Hall Show. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal, our final segment today. Uh, we are so happy to have you with us. Remember, you can find us at chrisannhall.com, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com. Get enrolled in libertyfirstuniversity.com classes. Learn about the Constitution, American history, uh, philosophies of liberty, and even some, some biblical classes are in there to help you be prepared to be equipped to deal with the daily uh, abuses of our Constitution by just the general public these days and spoiled brat, caustic, feminazi soccer players and politicians, right? It occurred to me, it just occurred to me in during the break, JC, why would I apologize for dealing with political issues. Why is it somehow wrong to talk about politics? It is, it is the politics, the errant politics, the abusive politics, the caustic politics in America that is bringing about an, an equitable division. We're bringing about laws that are inequitable in, in, in application, right? Equal protection under the law is dead in this newly postmodern America when you have things like hate crime sentence enhancements. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me we live under a society where we have equal protection under the law when you can, when you can prosecute someone for a, at a higher degree because they killed someone with a different skin color. That is not higher that is not equal protection under the law. What would have that be if somebody got greater punishment for killing a white person than a black person? Mm -hmm. See, you put it that way, then it's racist. But the other way, it's not. And I just, I, I simply, I, I want to know why is it? We have lived, we have grown up in a society now all of a sudden where you can't talk about religion. Well, not all of a sudden, but for generations. Mm -hmm. You can't talk about religion or politics. Well, look at where that's brought us. Right. We are ruled by wicked, evil politicians because nobody wants to stand up in their face and condemn them for it and call them on it because, you know, oh, well, you're just political. You're just partisan. No, I'm not. I am not partisan, but I'm sick and tired, sick and tired of these politicians running around with their poisonous mouths and their poisonous pens and their abusive laws and then wrapping themselves in some kind of freaking flag and, and, and telling us that they love America and that's why they're doing it. So this is, this is my closing rant. Get political. Don't yeah. be part. What? Okay, here it is. Why is it that, that political is equal to partisan? Yeah, it's certainly not the same thing. But that's why those those sayings were invented, right? Yeah. Well, we don't you don't discuss religion and politics. You know, that's that's a brainwashing mm -hmm. to keep you out of those primary things used to control people and destroy well, people's It's like back liberty. in the day when when the government would would uh, prohibit the people from learning how to read. Right. Yeah. You can't learn how to read. We're going to make the Bible in Latin and not in your language. So you can't read it. 
and know if we're actually teaching you the truth. Exactly. You can't learn to read so you can know the laws. The government will send their herald to read the laws to you. How do you even know what that says? And, and you're right, this whole we can't talk about politics because now you're just a partisan hater, racist hack is, is the same way. Ignorant. It's yeah. to keep you ignorant, to keep you silent. Now, because to understand on a personal level, some people don't want to, you know, get much into it because it gets their blood pressure up. You know, people get agitated, <laughs> here and, you know, and they don't want to feel that way and what have you. So we, we run into that. But, you know, that's to, to me, that goes back to you have to have. You know, you have to have balance in your life. Right. I mean, for, for me, you have to have a spiritual life. You know, that's where our faith uh, balances us. You know, people people need an outlet or something, you know, so. <laughs> JC digs in the dirt and plants flowers so he doesn't punch people in the face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just said punch somebody in the face. My snowflakes are going to get upset because I talked about punching people in the face. If you get upset, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> Look. All I'm saying is it's time to shun the, that propaganda. How will people know if we don't speak the truth? Speak truth and take back the narrative. Don't be intimidated by the political uh, bullies. Don't be intimidated by the politically correct uh, baiters. Just speak truth. It's the only remedy to lies. <laughs>